0: reported its earnings yesterday. CEO Daniel McGann is with us. Thank you so much, Daniel, for being with us. So take us through the report. Uh, we could read it, but it's better to hear it from you. How are you feeling about the latest quarter and the outlook?
1: I feel great and I'm so happy to be back with you to spend some time together. Uh, our grid businesses we've been talking about with you since we made the transition to focusing more on grid, uh, our grid revenue is really driving the growth for the company. Uh, total revenue for the second quarter came in above our guidance range. It grew more than 30% against the year ago period. Um, the grid uh, segment revenue for the second quarter was uh, 50% up. Um, it counted for almost 90% of our business. Our bookings are up more than 80% more higher than we were a year ago. Uh, and, and our what we call Q2, which ended in September, was a, a recent record high for revenue. So we're we're at highs for for revenue. Uh, we're bringing in strong bookings. Um, we also uh, delivered on a project in Chicago that we talked about before called Resilient Electric Grid. Um, so we're really getting a lot of leverage across our, our business. Uh, we're selling in a lot of new markets as we see a return uh, to work for people, particularly in the industrial sector, that we, we benefit from You know, power there as well. Not only renewables and resiliency uh, and things we've talked before in chips, but we're seeing more orders coming from semiconductor and other industrials.
0: Yeah, as you're seeing this record revenue, at least in parts, I mean, it is very, very exciting. And um, as we look at what went on in, in Chicago, you noted this, the resilient electric grid. Explain that more, what the bigger growth is for this project, what it means, why this is driving revenue, and what your outlook is for that particular area, why this is important now.
1: Yeah, resiliency, I think, is critical and paramount for the grid, particularly as we get more and more dependent upon the grid. Um, we're, we're not only going to use the grid to bring power to us, but uh, as the world evolves and you have more distributed generation, you're going to need to be able to move the power that either is in your car or you're making it your home uh, back into the overall system, which is the grid. So uh, being able to have a more resilient network um, uh, is paramount to the future growth of, of, of the country. Um, The grid doesn't work like other infrastructure. Other infrastructure has inherent redundancy where there's multiple pathways to get to multiple points within the system, be it for computers or communication or even transportation, right? There's multiple pathways, multiple processors, multiple highways that you can take. When it comes to the grid, there's really that one last path to your home Uh, which is unique. And what we want to do are interconnect the existing parts of the grid to make it work more like a a network that is inherently more resilient, more reliable, provide more capacity that we hope uh, at uh, potentially lower capital costs for utilities.
0: Is that one of the biggest challenges? I was going to ask you as somebody who really fully understands how this all works, what are some of the biggest challenges? And that may be at least in part to have that single path at the end Um, What would you say are some of the biggest challenges that I'm sure you'll attack over the next few years? Tell me more.
1: I think for utilities, the single challenge is, is their mandate is to keep the lights on, right? That that's the expectation that we're gonna have power where it's needed, when it's needed. And um, it's hard for utilities sometimes to go out and look at brand new technology Um, to look at doing things in a different way, because no no matter uh, how much you risk reduce it, there are always some inherent risks. So, you know, coming forward, there's this infrastructure bill, uh, which looks very amenable to things like grid resiliency. There seems to be a a pretty large swath of money that's going to be directed to utilities to be able to improve uh, and continue to improve the, the, the level of service they provide, particularly as ratepayers become more and more dependent upon the grid to do more things in their life, drive their car and operate more equipment at home and all those things uh, as people work from home. So um, we think that there's really great alignment between what utilities need, what the policy that's coming from Washington and really what we offer as a company.
0: Right. Grid and wind. Tell me um, a little bit more about the wind part of it. As people need yeah, to learn us, to
1: believe. You know, we, we, you know, that that's an emerging, uh, re-emerging business we see in, in the coming future quarters. I think in the near term, a lot of our growth is still going to be driven by grid. Uh, we made a decision a number of years ago to really take control of our future by growth through grid. Um, it does look like things are setting up in our principal market, which is India, um, that 2022 may be a, ver- a very bright year for renewables and specifically for wind there. Um, that's something that many of our investors have been looking forward to and hoping eventually would would come to fruition. Early signs out of India looks like next year is going to be um, uh, a pretty good year uh, and really back to um, hopefully a bit more of normal on how, how the wind market used to be. There were some policy changes and those policy changes seem now to be aligned and behind us. Uh, And our partner over there, Inox Wind, seems very well positioned to be able to continue to take market in the Indian market.
0: The COP26 summit uh, just occurred. Obviously, everybody's looking at all things about our planet and climate. And what is your takeaway from something like that? Um, You know, you, you always are, everybody's learning and trying to make the world a better place. What is on your agenda now?
1: Yeah, I think the climate around climate and particularly dealing with resiliency to the systems that are impacted by changing climate uh, are really where a lot of investment is going to go. Um, And we see a lot of the mandate that we do with with American superconductor, smarter, cleaner, better energy really is trying to make sure that we have a sustainable future for not only this generation, but the next, that the infrastructure is there when we need it, that the power is, is flowing um, you know, all the time. And that's where really our yeah. R&D starts and, and our solutions begin, is making that system work better uh, in a more resilient, more sustainable way in the long term. And uh, if people are interested in Um, grid resiliency, climate change, sustainability, everything we do with our product line really are focused on helping to be part of the solution uh, for those really big problems.
0: Yeah, for the next generations. I like that you mentioned that. American Superconductor CEO Daniel McGann, nice to see you. Thank you for coming back on the show. We always love having you. Great quarter as well. Congratulations, and we'll see you again soon. Thanks.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it.